Mike, turn your games down. Hi, welcome to another comic episode of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Hilberton, and who is in the sewers with me tonight? It's Prince Peter Bingham Pankratz. <laughs> and welcome back. Thank you, thank you. It, you can use, you can put an X in front of all those names. It's still pronounced the same, but it. Just, <laughs> they all God, I forgot have, about that. They all start with the letter X, which does nothing because is or is is yeah I Z O R. Why why is there even an X? I think um, in the just as an aside, and I know you're going to pronounce it differently, but in the book it says it's pronounced Shizor, like the X is pronounced like S H. Oh, okay. Oh, and before I get too far, yes. Peter, where can people find you at? Uh, you can find me online. Uh, at on Twitter at Peter BP, or if you'd like to look for my book, I've written a novel called The Fifth Civilization. That's the first in a trilogy of sci-fi books. So if you like Star Wars, check out The Fifth Civilization and be entertained. All right. And as always, you're here to talk with me about Star Wars something. Star Wars. In this case, The Shadows of the Empire, the comic book. <sighs> we talked about the game, God, years ago. I feel like years ago at this point. It must. Yeah. I don't. At least two years ago, yeah, the old classic N64 game. Mm -hmm. I'm looking it up right now because I didn't look it up before this started. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, did they all... So this was a book, a comic, and a game. I have read the book before that you actually got me. Oh, episode 48, we covered the game. So, long-ass time ago. Right. And I, I haven't read the book in years. I don't have it anymore, unfortunately. I let a guy borrow it that I worked with. He's like, oh, and then I quit. Never got it back from <laughs> Well, I just like to imagine he's enjoying it. He's oh, he did. It right. times. He he read it at least once. I remember talking. He's like, yeah, this is really good. I'm like, I'm glad you like it. Then I ended up quitting in like two days. And so I forgot to get my book back. But. Well, yeah, the each kind of the backstory of Shadows of the Empire was it was a multimedia project by Lucasfilm to kind of see what would happen if they released a movie without releasing a movie to get ready for the prequel <laughs> trilogy. So there was a video game, there was a novel, there was a comic book, there were trading cards, there were action figures. There's oh, yeah. everything except a, a movie. Yeah, if you were alive in the 90s and like Star Wars, you remember, you know, a Dash Rendar, you know, action figure or... And this was all yeah. 96. 1996, yeah, they all came out at the same time, yeah. There's even a CD soundtrack to a book, which <laughs> is very rare. <laughs> Play um, this music while you write. Exactly. Is it a firefight? Play this song for for thirty yeah. minutes. And they, yeah, they use the. I think they use the music for the video game for a lot okay. of it too. But that's how. That's kind of how it was. So, but uh, Mike was talking to me before the show, but um, he was asking what part dealt with what. So the the comic book, as you can recall, it has Boba Fett's face highly prominent. Was meant to focus on the bounty hunters. It sort of does. Right. It do, it does more than the book. Boba Fett is barely in the book. I don't even think. You ever see him? You just see Slave One, the ship. But that's um, what's also weird is that, like, yeah, does it take place? Because I, I, I know the game is pretty much all Dash Rendar, right? I don't remember the book if it's mostly Dash Rendar or if it's other characters. No. The book is mostly Luke, Leia, Lando, and Han. Okay, and kind of Darth Vader and Prince Shizor in there as well. So there's a lot of that, but there's there is Dash Rendar, but he's very little. He's in a couple chapters, basically. He's, he's really supposed, just a yeah. video game character, right, Then Yes. He was meant to be the star of the video game because he would be a Han Solo character when they didn't have Han Solo. So he'd be a kind of a cocky smuggler and prance around shooting things. <laughs> and that was the point of the video game. 
And the video game has, you know, IG-88 as well as the Fett, as all this kind of more bounty hunter stuff. And the comic focuses on, it does have a bit of the storyline of the book, but it, it has much more of the bounty hunter stuff that's not present in the book or the video game. Okay. I was also upset because I don't normally do this, but because right. I've been reading people listening to the show, I was re- I bought a bunch of the Sandman comics. So I'm like, I've been enjoying reading graphic novels. I'm like, all right, right. I'm going to look online and I'm going to buy it on Amazon. Mm-hmm. doesn't exist on Amazon. It's out of print. <laughs> yeah, the, um, you mean Shadows? Yeah, Shadows of the Empire. I was looking for the trade. I was going to yeah. buy the trade comic to read it and own it. I was able to get it from, I used to work at a bookstore, so I was able to get it there for cheap. But now um, it is out of print, and um, I'm sure you can get a used copy for, you know, a somewhat pricey chunk of change. But, yeah. I was just, I mean, I, I, I read it other ways, but I was just sad because right. I'm like, all right, I want to buy it, and I couldn't. Yeah, I know. You know, you would have to shell out a little bit of money to actually have a physical copy of it. So, yeah, and that's I, I was willing to do that. <laughs> a lot of the things we've read, um, I think the Dark Empire and, you know, Heir to the Empire, the Thorn trilogy, you know, if it's a physical format, it is kind of pricey. For whatever reason, they've just jumped up in price. Oh, it's not that bad. The only one that I find on eBay yeah. right now for the trade is Star Wars Shadow of the Empire trade paperback. Sign limited, 41 out of 1,000, only $225, or best offer. Plus shipping, plus $15 for shipping, because you got to... Oh, I'm not paying that. If I'm paying two You think you get free shipping at that point? Like, <laughs> you're already spending this one. Here's free shipping. Here you go. <laughs> it doesn't cost $15 to ship a trade, you know. That's just, no, it doesn't. That's ridiculous. No, not unless you go into FedEx. So, Listeners, find a copy. Don't spend your <laughs> hard-earned cash unless you really want it into your collection. Yeah, there's also like no listings for the comic on eBay that I'm okay. Somebody is selling it for t- twenty five bucks. Okay, that's well, that's a decent price. Yeah, more than I would want to pay, but that's a fair price. Yeah, it is. You know, it's widely Shadows of the Empire is widely considered one of the classic EU books. Uh, it may be along with the Thrawn trilogy, kind of critically fans believe it may be the best EU book of the old EU canon. Um, okay. I can I can see that. I mean, it's a good story. It's a good story. You know, it's designed cinematically. It was it was made with the intention of it introduces a villain. It has a it has a clear plot. It has adventures. They go to planets and planets. It's kind of meant to be like a movie, and that's probably what its appeal is. Um, <laughs> in that it's very much is like a, a fourth Star Wars movie. You know, it could easily fit in among the trilogy, and it's it would not nobody would be surprised to be part of. No, I mean, because this also takes place between uh, near the well, the the book takes place, I think, or the comic book that we read takes place after Empire Strikes Back and then before Return of the Jedi. Yeah, the book I was actually reading kind of the book be to kind of compare it while I was reading the, the comic. Um, OK, and the book opens with Darth Vader's call the emperor from Empire and kind of Prince Shizor standing right near the empire but he's you know outside the hologram or whatever and he's kind of listening in he sees when the emperor tells vader we should turn luke skywalker he make a powerful ally things like that and so and then it goes to the console being frozen carbonite so the book opens (laughs) in empire strikes back and kind of then jumps to right afterwards like kind of like you know a day after the empire strikes Back. okay i like that and the the comic starts off like the first scene you see in the comic is Luke is still on the medical freighter. And they talk about how right. he just got his hand healed. He's like, you can't. And he wants to go fly in a ship because they're flying and going to run into Imperials or something. And he's got to go. He wants to join them. Yeah. And I, I like that. I like it that, you know, it, I mean, it looks like it's probably a few days or a week later. Yeah. <laughs> it, 
It's very closely afterward. Yeah. I'm assuming they weren't traveling that fast during that time. Yeah. It's, I, I think the, the consensus is, you know, between empire and the return of the Jedi, I believe it's like several months to a year at least. It's not super long. Yeah. It's not, it's not, not longer than that. I, I think the book, you know, the book makes it seem much quicker than that, but I don't know. They don't ever say like, oh, it's been a week. It's been a, you know, a year since the Battle of Hoth or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, which would be nice. I mean, everything else, Star Wars, yeah. you know, does a good job making sure you know when the Battle of Yavin is. Right. It makes sense because you get the feeling that, you know, the rebels would need some time to get their fleet together. They wouldn't be able to go and attack the Death Star, you know, the next week. It would No, I mean, they get fucked up in Empire Strikes Back. Right. Exactly. Terribly. Right. So it, you, it just, yeah, it makes me sad that this doesn't exist. Like this is no longer canon. None of this is anymore. And it makes me sad that this isn't like this would have been a good movie. You could still make this movie. You'd have to recast everybody, but you could still make this movie. I was thinking about that. I was thinking, you know, they could do like an animated thing it would be the most likely scenario. Oh, OK. Some sort of computer animated or something. Disney Plus telling of this. And maybe you wouldn't. Maybe you wouldn't get Mark Hamill, but they can do AI voices now. So, you know, <laughs> you could just get a deep fake of Luke and Darth Vader and Leia and all these people. As poor taste as it would be, they could do that. Yeah, I mean, that's the one issue with Star Wars is how much right. it is those people and that golden age is gone. So Right. But, you I'm know, a- it, it's a good story. They have canonized some parts of it. Um, I know Prince Shizor exists in the new canon. Oh, he Black, does? Black Sun. They've kind of mentioned him. Okay. Um, I, I forget. I forget why. You can go to Wikipedia and see. But in some new canon, they mentioned, oh, if, don't let Prince Caesar hear about this because then you'll have Black Sun all over you. That's, That's cool. Yeah. Okay. That makes me happy. I like when stuff ta- that was created, like stuff like this that's no longer canon, is taken by somebody and put into the general thing again. And like, even something small like that, like making a reference, making it canon now. Yeah. I think also. That is a, is a good thing. They've done it with Admiral Thrawn. And I yep. think it was. Well, he's in Rebels 100 percent. Right. right. I mean, that was that was done because, you know, oh, yeah. like the fans really love him. So we can't get rid of him. And I think they have, as far as I know, the new canon has not done anything that takes place between Empire and Return of the Jedi. I'm not saying um, I, you I want to say the comics are because there is a com- there is a Star Wars comic series, which is I read part of it back when it came out. It was pretty good. That takes place from Return uh, New Hope to Empire Strikes Back, and it ends there. And then they, the next volume was going to take place in Empire Return of Jedi, I'm pretty sure. Okay. So I think there might be, but I, I don't follow comics really much. I just read old comics in the 90s, apparently. So. Well, that's that's because you had me on, and that's when I, that's when yeah. I was reading all the stuff. And <laughs> that's when I stopped. Oh, no, it's fine. I mean, you... You thanks to you, I got to cross this off my list because this has also been we've been talking about recording this episode for over a year. I'm pretty sure at this point, so probably several years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this has been one of the books that I always wanted to read. And I mean, I'm a big fan of the game, as we I think I am. At least I, I have fond memories of the game, whether or not I liked it when we played it, I can't remember. But this comic was nice to bring me back to that. I mean, there isn't a whole lot in the first issue that needs to be mentioned. I mean, there is that scene that you were talking about where Vader's talking to the Emperor, and you have Prince Zizor is with him. You have you have Boba Fett, which this is what was something that's nice is I'm a big fan of Boba Fett, as I, I know I've said many times on the show. And Boba Fett is a joke character, in my opinion, when you look at the original movies and you look at that terrible book of Boba Fett show. 
This, at least I got to see Boba Fett be a badass. Whether it be a comic that's no longer canon, at least he was a badass somewhere. In all the comics, he is a badass. In Dark Empire, if you remember, he was, you know, even though he gets defeated still, he's, he's you know, he's definitely competent in his job. And he, you know, I like that. Of him. Like, in, think, the, yeah. in this, you have him fighting IG-88, and I like the idea that everybody's hunting him because they all want Solo because they want to turn him in for the pony. Right. And it's a great bit. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, this is where IG-88 dies, even though it doesn't really match up with the game. Because I thought you kill IG-88, but he's obviously dead in here because he's in the ship when he blows up. Yeah, it's so I don't think he survived. The better man wins, droid. Is that what's that's what Boba Fett says? Yeah. um, (laughs) All the bounty hunters from, you know, Empire Strikes Back, except for Dengar. He's not in this. Um, Yeah, I thought that was odd that Dengar wasn't in this. I think I mean, he's in Dark Empire kind of briefly. So they might have wanted to, maybe he was on friendlier terms with Boba Fett. I don't know the history of Dengar. There might be people out there who know more about him. There are. <laughs> we make fun of him all the time. But there, hey, there's Funko Pops of him. Right. So he must have enough fan base that people made a Funko Pop of him. It's like a nice one. And I'm sure if I read if I read the wiki uh, article on him, they would have a long description of maybe why he wasn't included. But That's he's not included. But you get you get Zuckus, you get Forlan, you get Boss, IG-88. <laughs> you get all those people who are... You get all these cool characters were introduced in one scene, my favorite scene of that movie, by the way, and they're all just taken off the board by the end of this comic. <laughs> right. It's it's a fun bit, you know. It's it's I don't know what to compare it to. It's kind of like a western. Like everybody's trying to get his bounty. Yeah, that's that's Boba a good way Fett, to put it. You know, Boba Fett is on the on the cover of the trade. He's the most prominent figure. He's above Luke. He's above Darth Vader. He's above Han Solo. He's meant to be like. Boba Fett, he's the star of this comic. He is also on tons of the issue. Yeah, I, there's a gallery in back, and I have seen the covers. You know, he's on the front yeah. cover. The second cover is the, he's the only thing on the cover with a bunch of with other bounty hunters. There's no yeah. Luke. It's just like, and I thought that when I was reading this, I'm like, that is odd. That here I'm reading Shadows of the Empire books, and it's you know like him, and I'm like, why is he on the front of all this? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. it doesn't make sense to me. I wasn't complaining. I enjoyed it, but I was just confused. I'm like, why is... Because Boba Fett, like you said, he wasn't big in the game. He wasn't big in the book. I'm like, why is he big in the comic book? But... No. I'm okay. I'm not complaining. But... Again, I think it was a thing of, we better highlight this character that people like, and let's save him for the comic book, where maybe he's it's more visual, maybe. Sell his toys. I don't know what their reason was, but... Sell toys? Well, yes. That's... (laughs) Isn't that the goal of Star Wars? I mean, that's a goal... Toys as possible. (laughs) You know, it's really hurt now that I've gotten older and I've realized how much the toys affect all products. Like a show, the toys don't sell, show's gone. If the everything is just made for toys. And I'm just like, I mean, I get it, but I'm like, kind of makes me sad. <laughs> well, yes, it is a money make. That's what Lucas, um, you know, that's where Lucas made his fortune by getting the merchandising rights to Star Wars. So Not at first. <laughs> well, not, yeah. Well, listen to the toys that made us. They, he, he was very upset. It um, <laughs> well, he eventually became. Great oh yeah, he has he has all the, he had all the rights later, but not until the prequel movie, right? Because he fucked he he fucked up because he he wouldn't nobody wanted to work with him because he he waited too long because he was worried someone would steal his ideas. So by the time he finally did it, no company wanted to work with him because it was too late. Movies never sold well, so he had to take whatever deal he could get, and he got he got screwed. <laughs> He got five, I think it was five cents of every dollar they made. He got something like that. 
the he's, next deal wasn't so friendly. <laughs> he altered the deal. Oh God, God, yes. <laughs> they talk about it in there, but they were like, it was. They're like, it was terrible. It was the worst deal we ever signed. We had no choice. I thought it was funny. Well, I remember. I definitely had some toys. I def. I had the. Uh, what was it? Prince Shizor's. Uh, oh, the ship, ship? is. Uh, I forget what it was called. It was like a spiky kind of fighter ship. Oh, the Virago, I think it was. Yeah, I had that ship. That was a big toy. And I think I remember going to the toy store and picking that one out. And maybe you had the Dash Rendar's Outrider and some. Um, bike. I didn't have that. Yeah. I had the Swoop bike, which I just sent yeah. a picture in chat. I did have that. Yeah. I remember that figure. And I remember that. I didn't. Re- I never knew until about you know 10 seconds ago. That was the Shadows of the Empire toy. I right. had no recollection of that. Yeah, they it's very rare for them to make the action figures based on a book, you know, but it happened. There was it was a time. Through. I mean, like you said, this was a a big like movie release without a movie. Right. Yeah. I, you know, and that's what's so interesting about it. Like, I mean, in the toys that they made, some of the stuff isn't in the games. Some of it's in the comic books. Some of it's in the book only. Like right. there's yeah. certain things that aren't in like there's one one of the figures I'm looking at is Luke fig Luke's figure <laughs> Luke Skywalker in a red in the red guard suit when he uses the infiltrate late in one of the later issues. That wasn't in the game. That isn't in the comic. I'm assuming it's in the book. I think so. But I just it's just interesting how big Shadow of the Empire was. I'm pretty sure it was a bestseller book, you know, on New York Times bestseller list, probably above John Grisham's book. They were like, oh, Shadow of the Empire. <laughs> and there might have even been there were definitely commercials for the video game. Mm-hmm. So like, My video game is a big deal. Yeah. If you weren't a Star Wars fan, you would have heard something about it at some point. If you went to a toy store, which everybody did in the 90s, you yeah. know, you definitely saw a poster for it or something. It's just it's just cool to me to like look back yeah. at all this. And there's no Boba Fett figure from that line. Interesting. Why would they not do that one? I'm surprised. I mean, they did they did Leia, they did Chewie, Luke, Scizor, but nah, yeah. no, no, no Fett. I guess because they figured they already had a Fett figure. These were doing exclusive figures. They could have made another one specific to Shadows the Empire. And made I mean, they would now. They, they would now, just do one sure. with different outfits, you know, with a blue armor. Or... I mean, there's people out there that will buy it. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> I'm not one of them, but I don't. Well, I collect Funko Pops, but yes. So. <laughs> do you have the Boba Fett Funko Pop? I do, actually. Only only because if every, depending on how, well, when you hear this, will probably be December. Hopefully I will have it signed by two different actors by the time that people hear this. So. Ah. That's the only, that's the reason I bought it. I didn't have one before, but I, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Oh, and I want to talk about the second issue. Uh, the second issue opens up with another part that I don't that wasn't in the game, or not completely. But you have Vader training with some robot holding a green lightsaber, which made me laugh. And you have some random character that apparently works for Vader that he's sending to go infiltrate the Hut gang and find out what's going on or something. Yeah, Jix. Yeah, I don't, he, I, I don't think is in the book. If I remember, okay. I could he be felt wrong. like very much of a just a character just for this to expand on this. Yeah, they they definitely wanted some character who could you could see like it's a very bad guy focused book. Like yeah. there's, there's a lot of stuff with the bad guys, so you kind of wanted some guy who would be like the audience who could say what's going on and, and he'd he, still be among the villains or whatever. He works for that. And this is also right. when you have Dash Rendar is first introduced in the second issue. Yeah. Because nobody cares about Dash Rendar. <laughs> but I thought that was funny. He's like, Oh, he's gonna help us find solo and like there's not a whole lot about him. Like, he's like, oh, man. I'm like, yeah, I, I know. We can trust him. It's interesting. This this leaves out a lot. You mentioned this earlier. This, this leaves out two important backstories 
I believe. The first backstory is the Prince Shizar backstory, which was that Darth Vader had personally had like a biological weapons plant on Prince Shizar's homeworld. And there was a leak. And oh, in, ter- in, in order to prevent the disease from spreading, the Empire just kind of blew up this entire city. And so Prince Shizar's entire family died. And so Vader killed Prince Shizar's entire family and a couple hundred thousand other people. Yeah, that sounds like Vader and the Emperor. And it's not mentioned at all in the book, I don't think, unless I missed it. But that kind of explains the personal beef that Prince Shizar and Vader had. No, you didn't miss it. It's not in the comic. Right. And the other thing is it leaves out Dash Rendar's backstory, which is that Dash Rendar came from a rich family on Coruscant. And then Dash Rendar's brother and Dash Rendar was in the military academy with Han Solo. That's so they knew, cool. They knew each other. and they were, But Dash Rendar's brother was piloting a ship on Coruscant. And he accidentally just piloted into the Imperial Museum and destroyed lots of the Emperor's famous favorite artifacts. And so the Emperor banished his family from Coruscant and kind of kicked Dash Renner out of the military academy. And so he became a mercenary. Okay. So that's, that's the backstory the book presents. Now it makes the universe really small. Cause it's like, Oh, Dash Renner was very important to all these people, <laughs> but it does explain a little bit. It's not mentioned at all in the comic where he came from. Why is a mercenary? Or whatever. He's just kind of like a roguish figure like Han Solo. Yeah. He's just there. Yeah. I mean, for here, I mean, again, after reading this and then playing, you know, think of the game, I mean, really, he just he's a character for the game. Right. Like in this comic, it isn't very long in, the, in this issue. You see Dash Rendar and then within a two pages. No, you see him for one page. Yeah. And then you're on to Boba Fett in a bar with Bosk and Zuckus and how they're trying to get Boba Fett to give them the bounty or deal, you know, share his money with them. Yeah, exactly. Which I and, think is really cool because you get to see Boba Fett just start killing people. And this is what we wanted out of the Boba Fett series. We wanted yeah. Boba Fett, you know, just killing people. I think the term is merc these days. He's murking people <laughs> left and right. We wanted him to be the villain he is, not being like, well, I'm going to take over this land and I'm going to take your taxes. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, we don't want him to be a kindly mob boss. We want him to be he's on the run. He's shooting people. He's always one step ahead in this book. He always knows like you always, he was always back to the corner, but he always like has an escape plan. He always knows how to get out of a situation. And you know, it's a good bit in this bar. He's he's there's a good panel of him shooting. And says he says think again and he goes bazat his gun. And it's a great panel. And he just kills some guy who was sneaking up on him from like a catwalk <laughs> or something. And it's great. It's what we wanted from Boba Fett. Yeah, it's nice to see him being a badass. And it's. I also like how this comic jumps around a lot. Like you have the stuff going on with Fett. You have, you know, the for some reason, I'm not even sure what was going on with the with the Alliance, but they're fighting TIE fighters and flying around. I'm like, okay, I I didn't care. All I want to do is just read more about Fett. Yeah. So they learned Boba Fett is on the planet Gaul, which in the video Ah. game was a big cannon. It's a big canyon level. Oh, yeah. Gaul Spaceport. That's where you fight Boba Fett, right? Right. And in the book, it's in the book and the comic book. It's very short. It's. They fly there, they see Boba Fett taken off, and that's it. He gets away. It's not short in the video game. There's no cannons. Yeah, it's the longest level. There's no jetpack that you fly through the canyons. <laughs> There's no ATSC that you fight. There's simply a three three pages of three pages and you're <laughs> off the planet. <laughs> it's so short. Right. I mean, and all he does, you just see him getting in a ship fighting more bounty hunters, and then away right. he goes. Exactly. It's it's Definitely, you know, best of both worlds. You get more Boba Fett, but you don't get some cool action level. But yeah, the Alliance is there to take Boba Fett, but they Boba Fett's one step ahead of the Alliance. It's I like kind that, of a, though. 
Yeah, exactly. And I also I mean, it makes sense that they're following Fett because they're trying to find Solo. Exactly. So their goal is to follow Fett to see where he's taking Solo. Because this is before yeah. they find out, I think he's going to Jabba's Palace. Yeah. They know or he maybe they know, but it. they're trying to intercept him. Yeah, they know he needs to go there, but his ship got damaged, so he went away to get repaired. And so they're trying to follow him around. It's a little bit forced, but... It works. It works, yeah. And then this is when you get introduced again to that other random guy that I forgot his name... Vader's henchman guy. Oh, Jix. Yeah. Yeah. And he's with Swoop Bike. And these are some of the ugliest characters that I've seen in this comic or any comic recently. And this is where you see him kind of join the Swoop Riders because he beats the shit. He blows. He he cheats the guy in a race to win and blows up his his right. Swoop Bike. So you're one of us. You can. Join. So, yeah, you could. <laughs> he meets the Swoop Gang leader who is. If you're generous, you can call him Big Giz or you can call him Big Jizz, which also could. <laughs> Would not work in today's, yeah. It's it's very strange that they gave him that name. But so let's let's call him let's call him Big Giz. It would be hard <laughs> to say that, but Big Giz is Big Giz is like I like you. You're a you're a you're a cheater and a thief, Jix. I like I like you. So you can join <laughs> the Swoop Gang, and so Jix Jix and Jizz <laughs> join join forces. Uh, it's to, just weird, right? To join the Swoop Gang, and you know it's some good some good color, some good local color in this. So they fight. Uh, they they fight each other, but he joins the gang, and they go meet Jabba. So they go fly to Jabba's palace, and Jabba's there doing his Jabba stuff. Lacey's <laughs> crumb is there. Well, I like the way that it shows up. Like you know, they're, they they interrupt Jabba trying to get some more food. Right. Don't which I just thought it. was funny, and like Jabba wants nothing to do with this guy. He's like, I don't know you. I don't trust you. Right. I like that. That's and, good. It's typical Jabba. Yeah, and you just see him eating whatever the hell he's eating. He has something that looks like a fly swatter for some reason. It's just weird, but it's it's Jabba, so I don't, and now I don't in the question book, it. In the book, um, Jabba comes to Prince Shizar. This is not in the book. It's like Prince Shizar's like, I want to speak to Jabba, and Jabba comes to oh. him, and they talk. So it's a little bit different, but Jabba is in the novel itself. Okay. He's not in the game. I know that. No, no, he's not. And this is also the first book of the series that Luke is only, there's no Boba Fett in the cover. Luke's on the cover. Right. Swashing us or hitting a swoop bike with his, oh, yes. which is kind of from the game. Not exactly because you have to kill them all before he gets there. But it's a, it's kind of cool that they did try to incorporate something from the game or the yeah. game trying to incorporate something from the novel and everything else. Yeah, exactly. It's because you have to get this in, in the comic. The swoop bikes actually make it to Luke. Dash Render is nowhere to be found. Yeah. And oh, no, wait, never. I, I lied. Dash Render shows up after a few issues when Luke is almost getting killed. And got on his own swoop bike and ran away. And then it was the Jizz guy that ends up, or Viz, whatever the hell, Vader's, Vader's guy who ends up covering, right. pretty much shooting someone else and then helping Luke not get murdered. Right, because his orders are to, you know, Luke is not to be harmed or whatever. Yeah. Because Darth Vader doesn't want it. And this is when you see him kill one of the swoop bike gang, too, because he's not really working for them, because they're working right. for Jabba, who's trying to kill Luke because Scizor wants him killed. Yeah. yeah. And the whole idea is that you have Scizor and Vader both have different objectives and, and they're pl- they're like scissor is trying to play the emperor against vader where vader is trying to you know right. do the same thing just to get rid of you know they're trying to get rid of op- the opposition of each other and it's they cut out you know there's a good bit in the book and they like there wasn't enough time to put in here i guess where vader has a guy try to kill prince Shizar. it doesn't oh. work like in on coruscant prince is walking through his pals some guy tries to kill Shizar, and he's easily dispatched and the emperor and vader are talking and and Emperor's like, oh, Vader, do you hear somebody try to kill Prince Shizor? And Vader's like, oh, really? 
And, you know, Emperor says, it's funny how this assassin got through all this high level security we have here. And Vader's like, I'll have to look into it. It's kind of a good bit, but they they didn't put that in this book. But there's definitely a power struggle. Oh, yeah, you get to see that. You also have another cool little scene that I like where you have Scizor is the one that gives the plans to the Bolthans, the Bolthan spies. And then he Bolthan spies that died to get those plans. (laughs) Yes, that's coming up. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, he tells he tells Gary. Yeah. I like that. I don't know. I was always going to kick out of that. In, um, and then you have Forlom, who was shot in the previous right. issue in Slave One. You see him repairing himself, yeah. which then leads to Forlom telling the telling the other bounty hunters where Boba Fett is, and then Boba Fett goes in and murders him for good this time. Right, and like drops him <laughs> out an airlock or something. You think he would have been smart enough to do that and get rid of the robot? But I guess not. Yeah, it's kind of a, he's he just kind of leaves his corpse. Or he, he leaves the wreckage of Forlom in the basement of his ship, and he doesn't yeah. hold. He doesn't do anything with it, but he should have just detonated it. You think so? And this is where his ship gets sh- shot up again, right. this time by Bosk, yeah. and he then ends the issue in issue four. But it was cool to see Bosk. I always liked Bosk. I always liked, like, it just made me happy to see these bounty hunters again and actually do something besides just look menacing in one scene of a, of a movie. Right. You know, we got to see them doing doing their bounties, which they were designed to do. And then uh, the cover of issue four, this I want to talk about. It has Leia in her outfit from Return of the Jedi, the bounty hunter one, and Chewbacca dressed up as a bounty hunter is on the cover. It's a good cover. It is. Also, was was that a character from were either these ones characters before this or this was their first like introduction? Well, I mean, Leia, I know in Return of the Jedi, but I don't remember what Chewie. Okay, I don't remember. I think he was a real character he may have been somewhere he wasn't he wasn't character established but he was like, okay i think he was a person that they like like you're going to impersonate this wookie bounty hunter maybe. yeah that's what they say in the in the comic i just wonder if it was someone they already had it was designed not. before okay i mean and, one thing i like is that you see the same costume like they yeah. did a good job of making it be like okay she got the costume so she could infiltrate zizor's place i know yeah. i'm saying it wrong i don't care <laughs> yeah. and, and i like that because that ties into why she's wearing it then come you know, Return of the Jedi. Right. Also, every time I see that that mask, I laugh because uh, Star Trek had the same mask in Deep Space Nine, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's the Breen uh, yeah. had the same outfit, which is funny. I don't know if anyone's ever commented on it. I mean, people have commented on it, but I don't know if everyone said, oh, yeah, that was a that was an homage. But it, they look, you know, oh, it's, it's identical. It's right on. It's 100 percent an homage to Star Wars. It's too it's too coincidental not to be. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, if someone was probably like, can we legally do this? And they're like, well, you're like, uh, yes, we can. All right, here we go. Make a whole race. They're going to show up in this last few episodes of this great show. Right. They're going to wear that mask. Exactly. Yeah. I like the Breen, even though they're they're not good. But I like the Breen. Yeah. Uh, strangely, on a sidebar, it's strangely unused in any new Star Trek properties, okay. which is weird because they're kind of a uh, mysterious, formidable, but they have not been. What I've seen it not been mentioned again, which is okay. Maybe that's too bad. I mean, hey, it's kind of like this thing. This this isn't mentioned ever again. Well, no. Her shadows return the Jedi, and they just kind of go away from the bit with her. But there were a lot of cool Leia moments in this in this issue too, which was nice. Yeah, let's see. Am I? I just want to. Do we? We might be getting ahead of ourselves. I just kind of want. Well, to no. Go. There's other stuff happens in this issue. This is also where Boba Fett gets boarded, and you have this yeah. weird bat guy. I don't yeah. know who he is. He doesn't. I mean, he gets killed. In the first couple pages. <laughs> yeah, he's uh they call him Furlog, yeah. But it's like I, I, it's the only original character that wasn't in the movie that right. they just and throw in, in this bounty hunter group. 
And Boba Fett says that. He says, I, I don't recognize your face. You're new here. What's your name? He's like, never mind. And he kind of is a classic like, oh, Boba Fett, we heard you were tough, but you don't seem so tough to me. Seems like you're pretty easy to take down. And then Boba Fett kills him. <laughs> just <laughs> going him. down. Right. And he opens the door of the airlock and just shoots him out in his face. Right. That's a good bit. I really like that scene. It is. I mean, is Boba Fett being a badass in this? And yeah. like, you know, you see him shooting other random bounty hunters that are just <laughs> happen to be on the ship. He shoots Zuckus. Yeah, he shoots. He, it's a great scene. He shoots them all. And they have like a little <laughs> they boarded it with like a little craft or whatever. Yeah. And he he captures Zuckus and makes him kind of say, oh, Boba Fett. I love I got I admire the guy. I respect him. And he's at gunpoint. With Boba Fett. <laughs> and Frost no, is like, what are you talking about? Here's the line. That seems a bit uh, harsh, boss. After all, that's not that bad. Yeah. Hate him, dear me. No, in fact, I admire and respect him. Sort of. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> he got a gun pointed to him. It's a I good mean, bit. It's, just, and, it's good stuff. Yeah, and Boba Fett sends the shuttle back, where which supposedly has, you know, Han Solo and Carbonite on him, but it just has the pile of dead bodies on it <laughs> <laughs> and a bomb. <laughs> and it's... It just blows up Boss. Now, Boss lives. However, he's severely damaged. So Yeah, he, he messes up the ship, and then he flies off and slays one. But he keeps Zuckus captive for some reason. Right. But you get... They tease what's going to happen to him yeah. later on. But yes. And, and this is... Then you get a you get a small couple page of... I don't know why I cannot remember that guy's name. Jix. Vader's, what is it? J-I-X. Jix. Jix is talking with, with Jabba, being disgusting as always. And then you yes. have... You have a you have a good page of ships firing at each other and Y wing getting blown up for some reason. Yeah, these are the many Bothans who died. Oh, okay, because right. they're attacking the freighter that has the plane. Okay. Yeah, the Bothans were flying the Y wings for reasons Just I don't remember, but like because I don't even remember what Bothans look like because they're not in the movies. No, they kind of look like cat or I feel they like, like dark empire. They were in the with the Dark Empire or Air of the No Air of the Empire. They're in that comic. I remember if I remember correctly. Yeah, I guess they kind of like a. Kind of like a canine cat type people. I yeah, they're in this comic too for like one, yeah. and then they get murdered again because yeah, Luke but... is. Well, first you have Scizor talking to Palpatine about how the whole plan is working out, and you know he's going to crush the rebellion. Blah blah right. blah. And this was in the video game. You were Dash Render on the board the freighter where you had to get the plans, but mm. they didn't show that. What about Kyle Katarn? Where's he? Kyle Katarn is off <laughs> with the Dark Troopers and learning about the Jedi. I guess. Well, he got the first Death Star plans. Back then, you got the first Death Star plans, yes. <laughs> all these, all these side characters get the, all these mercenary characters actually get the plans. The heroes that just take them. Well, that makes sense. I mean, that makes yeah. sense. Just pay the guys. Like, hey, we don't want to risk our own men, so we'll just pay you if you get. If you don't get back, we don't got to pay you. It's great. If you fail right. the job, it's free. So, I mean, that's one way to look at it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and then you have. You have Luke fighting somebody. I don't know who the hell these people are, like some weird lizard looking thing. I, they're something cultist, cultistians or something. Cultists. Okay. Yeah. And but then Luke they, gets captured. Luke is captured, yeah. <laughs> Which I feel like happens a lot in these comics. I mean, that's kind of, it happens a lot in the movies. Every movie <laughs> Luke is captured by somebody. It's a hero <laughs> thing to do. Yeah. I mean, I do like Luke's look in this because they did change it up a little bit where he has an orange vest on, which I thought was cool yeah. to give him something different to make him stand out in this iteration of him. Mm-hmm. I mean, something little, but it was still cool. And then you also have when Leia and Luke are getting or not Leia, Leia and Chewbacca are getting ready to go on the ship to go meet right. Princess or in Coruscant. And they have disguises and Chewbacca looks all weird and 
Yeah, so, and then, this is the first time where they when they get there, they end up meeting with Prince Scizor, and he starts to do his thing where he's kind of like taking over. Or is it supposed to be with oh, pheromones that are kind of getting to Leia? Yeah, to his command. Again, something from the book that they don't. In the book, it goes very much into how horny he is. <laughs> <laughs> he talks about he has many mistresses. You know, he he sleeps with the tons of women, and he can never be satisfied. He has pheromones. His species have like overpowering pheromones that make him irresistible. So even if you don't physically like him, you, you'll like him regardless. You'll get attracted to him. I assume if you're just if you're a woman. <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was a cool yeah. way to do it. And like having her thought bubbles going, what's wrong with me? Like, why am right. I acting like this? Like, why am I listening to him? Like, it, it is. I mean, it is cool. Like, it's a weird it's an alien characteristic that I don't know if Disney would do anything like this. Oh, God, you no. Know, they would not have a character who wants to sleep with Princess Leia and whose whole goal is basically to sleep with Princess Leia. It's <laughs> it's too it's too adult for Disney. Yeah. And then you you have a where Luke is captured. You have a small scene where he breaks out of prison, but he does see, he actually gets to see him use like from the early times, the Jedi <laughs> right. mind trick where he's like, you want to open the door, right? <laughs> you want to come in here. There's <laughs> he, a brief moment where he's, he thinks like, Oh, it's working. And the guards like, what? He's like, Oh, I, I'm kind of concentrate, which is good. <laughs> it's a good Jedi stuff. And then, and then, you know, he gets his lightsaber and then he violently skewers some guard. who's like moving. I'll shoot. And he just, <laughs> turns around and slices his face open, which is, you know, and there's blood. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, Luke is killing people. This is a new side. This is like something that you don't usually see where he just, no, he massacres. He yeah. kills like everybody yeah. on the ship until Lando yeah. shows up and Lando kills more. But normally you don't, you don't see Luke actually cut people up in the movies. Unfortunately. No, it's, I don't think they would make it as violent either. And the, they're aliens. So it is a little bit acceptable. Like, they're not human beings. <laughs> but he does just, wrong. like, these people, he hasn't, he's not out for revenge. They're just, like, trying to kill him. So he's just, like, murdering them all. <laughs> they just, he just, they're just a pile of bodies in his wake. And it's like, yeah. okay, well, that's what a Jedi does. Remember, Jedis are peacekeepers only. <laughs> oh, wait, sorry, that didn't come out yet. Yes, that wasn't established yet. <laughs> I'm okay with that, though. I, I liked it better when they weren't peacekeepers. <laughs> yeah. Or I generals. Mean, or, well, he, General Kenobi. Okay. Yeah, but was, not like the way we find out when those movies progress. Yeah, it's a different time. Um, <laughs> so. And then Lando breaks him out of prison or breaks him out of the ship where he was held. Held. Yeah, like Lando breaks him out. They get in the Falcon. R2 and 3PO are there very briefly, but they don't do much of them. And this is then you have scenes of Leia has changed right. costumes. To something more revealing. and Yeah, but I mean, I think it's cool to see her in a different costume. At least this one is much more dignified than the right. You know, sl- Leia, slave Leia. I mean, yeah, it is, sense. It's kind of more like you know, like a regal gown or something. Yeah, it, it's a it's a it's a blue dress she's wearing. I think it's really cool. I mean, it's not. And for some reason, Scizor turns red in these in these parts. For some reason, I I think that's something with this species. If I read more of the book, I would remember. But it definitely mentions what. Okay, so it was like a just... biological thing that when he's about to make love or something, he turns red. Right. Okay. Again, I didn't. I have gotten that far in the book, but oh, it's you're fine. I, it wasn't that wasn't required for this. <laughs> I know. I did some extra credit for. I, I wanted to have the answers. I, I don't have all the answers. I want to have some answers. Now I'm curious if there's a Leia toy of her in the blue <laughs> outfit. I there's, feel like I've seen it somewhere in my life. You'll have to do some research. I'm doing it right now as I'm as I'm stalling. <laughs> but okay, there is a okay. I found a figure, but it's loose. So I don't know if it's a custom. Oh boy. 
or it's an actual figure. I want to see it in a box so I know it's real, not somebody just... Which apparently people do a lot. Okay, there is a figure of it in a... Okay, I remember this because I worked at Target and I remember seeing this on the shelf. There was a Star Wars Shadow of the Empire Star Wars comic packs that came out back in like the freaking... God, it would have been the year uh, 2008, 2009, around that time. At least that's when okay. I worked there. And they had a couple of them for Shadow of the Empire, but this one had Leia in the blue outfit and Prince Caesar in the in a, in a two-pack with a, with a comic. Okay. They did a bunch of these little comic packs with the promote stuff. And you, you get some exclusive figures, I think. And I remember looking at them because I used, I used to work in electronics. I'd walk over the toy aisle all the time, look at toys. Oh. But I didn't collect figures. But they also did some for your one that we haven't read yet, but we talked about that Crimson thing. It was the Empire, yes. Yeah, there's some for that too, I think. So it did stuff that you wouldn't have got otherwise. That was only comic. Interesting. So yeah, there's that's the only figure it looks like of her in the blue in the blue dress. Interesting. So. I'll have to look it up myself. I and see what see what it looks like. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought that's also there's also a Mara Jade figure too for Heir to the Empire. Well, that I should be expecting. Kind of want that now. See how expensive. I'm looking as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure not cheap. <laughs> oh, right. And then this issue, uh, what else happens? So you have, this is where Chewbacca starts to, Chewbacca kind of clues her in that she's, you know, losing it and <laughs> not acting how she should be acting. Right. Yeah. She does call him an overgrown stuffed toy, which is strange. But what I didn't, what I didn't understand is, is shortly after that, he talks to her and then she goes back in with Scizor. And this time the pheromones aren't working. If I remember correctly, in the book, it actually elaborates what, what she did to make it stop working. Yeah. But I don't remember what. Okay, but yeah, it's, it's not in the comic. With, it's something to do with the tea, I think. I think it's okay. a counteractive thing, but she pours herself some tea. Yeah, you see her drinking tea, and you see her stalling him, and him getting yeah. all pissed off at her, and Chewbacca's beating the shit out of guards, and you think that would have alerted him somehow, and she's yeah. like, oh, the dress is stuck, I can't get it off. And <laughs> it's Yeah, and he tells her, take them off. It would please me, don't you? You want to please me, don't you? It's like, oh, guy, this guy is this guy well, is definitely well, going to be canceled. You know, issues <laughs> there would definitely be canceled. Well, he wouldn't be like this in, in a Disney, Disney <laughs> film. No. I mean, this is a little rapey here. And then, but I love yes. what she does because she's no longer being controlled by him, even though like there's a comment where she can feel it still hitting her. And so her solution is kick him in the nuts. <laughs> I mean, as I mean, we know, all races have their genitals in the same area. Star Trek would disagree with you. Or no, Men in Black would disagree with you for sure. I think Star Trek might have too. I can't Star Trek made a joke too as well. Yeah. Okay. I know Men in Black makes the joke where it's like, his chin is his balls, and they punch him in the chin or something. Yep. That the it's a, it's an old joke, but it's it checks out. <laughs> anyway, and <laughs> Shizar's like, uh, and they escape. And Shizar's just like, uh, relaxing with a drink. They're like, oh, they escaped. Ugh. He's very I mean, much. But yeah. it's also what he wanted because he wanted yeah. Luke to come right to him so he can just kill Luke. Right, yeah. He did, I mean, he definitely wanted a little bit of fun beforehand, but... <laughs> it didn't work out for him. He didn't get <laughs> that plan. And you have a small scene of Vader choking some lizard guy that failed to catch Luke, because I'm sure that's what he was, he was for, choking him. And then you have Fett, it shows that Zuckus is in a cell on Fett's ship, and he's keeping him as a hostage, and I'm like, you know, they are bounty hunters, I doubt they really care about each other, because if you kill the other guy, that means less, you don't have to share anymore. <laughs> so I, I didn't really understand the logic of that concept, but I'm like, okay. Well, yeah, it does not check out. So and then you have that Viz guy again, and then he you see him kill one of Jabba's men and he makes a illegal transmission to Vader, telling him telling Vader that it was Scizor who put the hit out on Luke and was essentially going behind his back and betraying the emperor. Oh, yes. So. Yeah, he figures that out. 
Sorry, you have some just, small scene of the oh, Falcon yes. hiding on a ship or something, or hiding behind ships so they don't notice them or something, with a bunch of Imperial ships around? Yeah, they're in the sensor shadow. They've entered Coruscant. You know, oh, that's them. what they were doing. Okay, they're going to Coruscant. Yeah, because Black Sun is in Coruscant, and that's where... Yeah. Okay. They don't They don't really explain it. This is a side. They don't explain much in the comic, but in, in the book, like Black Sun is like a mafia. It's like, you know, a mafia-type organization like that is just kind of a bunch of races have banded together to make like anything illegal, like arms deals and drug deals and stuff. So did they touch on that a lot in the extended universe? I know like now in current Disney canon, you have the Pike syndicate, you have yeah. other syndicates that were added and like rebels. They talk about it more clone wars with Darth Maul and has involvement with it later on. Yeah. Black for a while, black sun was the crime syndicate. Because after this book, a lot of other books used it as like, oh, he's an agent of Black Sun and all this stuff. Okay. So it was like he, they were like the non, they're like the bad guys that weren't the Empire, basically. Like okay. The, the non-Empire black guys and that's cool. Bad guys, but yeah, I don't remember exactly what their what the storylines would you know happen with them, but um, okay. I was just curious if you. Yeah, they're in. They're definitely in more stuff, and they're probably in the video games and stuff. Oh, another thing that came from the book was. Terrace Kazi, which was um, <laughs> you remember there was a game called Masters of Terrace yes. Kazi, but it was Prince Shuzer was an expert in the art of Terrace Kazi, and so I believe that came from the book as well. Okay, that's a, one of like the worst Star Wars games ever made. I never really played it. I want to just, I mean, it's a fighting game. PS One, sixty four. I just want to cover it just because and see how bad it really is. <laughs> you should. <laughs> I've never played it. I've never played it, but. I played it once or twice in my life. I know I booted it up at some point, like at a, like a Funkoland or something, had it in the 64. I know I played it before. I know that, but never for long or cared, but it exists. Okay. And then the last issue starts off, which this cracked me up. They're in the sewers walking around with some random guy that's leading them. Who I don't know who the hell that's supposed to be. He's not really mentioned again. He just yeah, kind of just... he just, I think he's just like a guy who they bribed. Okay. And that's yeah. kind of, he's like a guy who they bribed and they got him in. The... Okay. Yeah, he's just there, and then you have. <laughs> I like how they they end up running into the sewer monsters. God, what the hell are they called? Oh, Dianogas. Oh and yes. It's like, yeah, I, I've I've met them. I ran into one before. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the <laughs> that's funny. In the game, it was uh, you know a big level where just Dash mm-hmm. Rendar goes around. You fight several Dianogas, and that was a scary. You know, when you're eight years old, it's kind of scary. It wasn't. Yeah. I mean, it. it Especially N64, those were you know, those were good graphics for us at the time. So, <laughs> at the time, you know, it was like there was popping out of the screen. It was like, oh no, this beast is here. Um, anyway, uh, I just, I just, that it made me happy to see they have that because I'm like, ah, that's cool. Yeah, you know, he re- mentions the one from the trash compact. Yeah, it, it made me happy. Anyway, that's yeah, good. <laughs> and then you have them like it, and Leia, and he's able to communicate to Leia, letting her know that he's there. So she leaves the room or cell, whatever the hell. She, I don't even know what the hell she's in. She leaves to go wherever the hell she's going. And then you have Scizor talking about everything going to according to plan. Lando is with them wearing something that looks like a stormtrooper outfit for some reason, but it's not. I don't know. And Dash Rendar shows up again for the first time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he's just randomly back with a group, even though we haven't seen him much at all during this comic. So yeah, there's not a much. There's not a whole lot to it. Like you have a small couple stuff where yeah. they like Scissor shoots at them, but they really don't even fight them. They just escape. Yeah, I don't. I always. I have to read the book part again. I always okay. was weirded out by the part no where Lando just throws a thermal detonator down the shaft and it kind of blows up the entire palace. Okay, yeah, I thought that was <laughs> a little was extreme. Like, like 
I don't. Is it know a normal, how... a normal yeah. thing in this continuality to when you make a building, you make it with one terrible flaw? <laughs> it seemed like well, it seemed like just going to the basement. I don't think even think in the book like it was going to like a power core or something. I think it was just it exploded at the base level, so the whole thing collapsed. But I, it always was That's strange how, how powerful a thermal detonator worked. Like a thermal detonator, I figured might be just a big grenade. Yeah. That's what I thought. It wasn't I mean, that's so like, what it is in the video games when you throw it. Right. It doesn't blow up a whole building. No, it's not that powerful of a of an item. Yeah, it's very weird. I one so that kind of always bothered me. Maybe the book explains it more. But I thought also weird in the book they don't say it here is that Caesar refers to Lando as the Dark Man. He says there's like a Wookiee, there's Luke Skywalker, a Wookiee, and a Dark Man, and I just thought it was that that's weird. I mean, I'm guessing they didn't know how to how they wanted to say it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's. Yeah, I don't no, I don't, it, it comes off as some trying to avoid being racist and sounding right. almost racist at the same time. Yeah, it just was a weird <laughs> thing to say, but yeah. they don't mention it in the comic at all. So could have said it in another human. Yeah, it was. It was strange. Okay, but yeah. So you know, they blow. I was the also su- surprised it was only one issue that they're they're in the castle. They're out of the castle pretty quickly from the time that Luke shows up, and then you just have them in space. Yeah. Fighting, which I always found it weird that the last level of Shadow of the Empire was space. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It always, it, it always kind of like to me it was just weird that it wasn't a on. But I guess I mean it's Star Wars, and so it makes yeah, sense that aspect, it, but. I'm sure they wanted a space level. There was there was there was an asteroid field level, so that was in space. And then you have like the Scizor ships are going after them in this comic. Right. Scizor's in some if, special ship too. If you remember the game, the Scizor's palace was like the what the hardest level because it yeah. Because you fight the final boss is like a big droid that you need every weapon you have at your disposal to destroy. But yeah, in the in the book, they just kind of get in. They use one grenade to blow up the whole building <laughs> and just get out. It's not like in the game at all. But That's because yeah, so Death Render's off running around doing all the work while they're just doing that. Yeah, so the grenade didn't do anything. <laughs> That's what it was. The grenade just exploded harmlessly, but Dash Render blew it up with like his charges. And they just thought it was the detonator. <laughs> okay, I buy that. I'll go with that. There we go. Because wasn't um, that when the missions two was set in charges or something? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then yeah, you have space. Yeah. you have Tie Fighters showing up and they're shooting the the Black Sun fighters too, and the rebels are fighting them. And then just where you have uh, the Skyhook is in yeah. there, which I forget, which kind of looks like Cloud City but in space. Yeah, it was. It's kind of like the. It's kind of like she does personal space station. I think the Emperor had one, but the point of the Skyhook was that it was connected to the surface like a space elevator so like it had an elevator that went directly down to the planet okay but they don't really i think it's just a floating space station in the comic but in the book it was like connected to coruscant that's cool yeah it was like a weird it's kind of a weird sci-fi design that they never really have gone again where something is tethered to the planet but prince Shizor's demise you know it comes up pretty quickly that they're in space and a couple pages later vader shows up with the executor and you know, he's talking to Shizor and he's like, surrender. Darth Vader says, surrender in two minutes. And she's just like, I won't. Oh, what? And he's like, oh, what? You'll destroy me? The Emperor is not going to like that. <laughs> Vader says, fuck you, basically. <laughs> I like that. I like that Vader is the one that just blows up. They shoot it with the executioner and just blow up the skyhook and kill Scizor. And that's how right. the rebels escape is through the ruins of that. It is, it is a unique way to go in that, you know, most villains have a much more personal death in Star Wars, whereas this guy's just kind of obliterated 
he's such a big villain and just Vader's like, okay, blow up his ship. And that's the end of it. <laughs> yeah. Like there's Wait, nothing I, more to him. I mean, part of it was you had to get rid of this character. Also, you had to put him away back yeah. in the box because, you know, he doesn't exist in the movies, which take place shortly after this, that he has to disappear somehow. Yeah. I mean, I expected him to die. It's just weird that nowadays I feel like you'd have a character actually kill him. You'd need a more personal death. Yeah, you would have Vader like personally just stab him with a lightsaber or something. Right. That's just the way things are going. Whereas this is a far more impersonal death. And it's yeah. it's just outside of the norm of Star Wars to have such an impersonal way to go. I highly agree. But I'm not criticizing it. It's just very strange. It's very much of the time, I think, yeah. too. And then for and the book doesn't end, even though you think that would be the end. Right. Of, you know, Luke and them escaping saying, OK, we got to go get Han. And then it goes back to Boba Fett again. And you have Boba Fett finally arriving, which, OK, I thought this was hilarious. He goes, he arrives to bring the to bring Han to, to Jabba. And Jabba's like, OK, if anybody gets to him first, I'll pay you less money than I'm going to pay him, essentially. <laughs> if you kill him. And I like the idea that Boba Fett takes Zuckus, puts him in another set of Mandalorian armor for some reason. How he has two sets, I don't know, because that doesn't make any sense. Doesn't. And then has him on a on a swoop bike that he's handcuffed to riding along with Forlom in the we're doing the thing with the carbonators just so he can deliver it. Then Jabba tells him he doesn't want to pay him and then he pays him. First of all, Jabba's <laughs> definitely lowballing with these 10,000. I mean, this got to be worth much more than 10,000 credits or whatever. Yeah, you I mean, yeah, I I, I, I they don't mention it. Wisely, they don't say how much, but like you got to figure through all this trouble. He's got to be at least 50,000 credits because 10,000. It doesn't seem like very much for no 10,000 bucks in, you know, America. Well, you know, that's nothing. It depends on what you're worth. Yeah, I suppose. 2022 is nothing. 20, you could 1970, 1960, 1977. Yeah, let's say that. But, you know, Hansel adjusted for inflation. You'd hope Hansel would be worth at least 100 grand or something, you know? Yes. And that's what makes (laughs) it make it worth it. Because you got to put your fuel costs, you know, your lodging costs. Your taxes, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> it just, it, it's just funny that he, that's the last bit of this comic. Right. Or not the last bit, but like a big part of this is Boba Fett. And they're like, that's why he's the best. <laughs> it's good. You know, it shows that it's it's kind of Boba Fett's story. That's why. That's why it ends with that way. I mean, it ends with Darth Vader, but really it should end with just Boba Fett. I really like the way it, it has Vader in this, too. The, the very yeah. end of this, you have Vader make some good comments. Yeah. Which is true. Luke Skywalker has evaded me again, but his capture can only be a matter of time. Power is growing rapidly. He will be the greatest of us all, and I will help him guide him to the dark side. None will be able to stand against us. Together, we will rule the galaxy as father and son. And I like seeing that. That is, you know, pointed out in this more that that's what he was really up to. He wasn't trying to get Luke for. I mean, I think it's mentioned in the movies too, maybe, but maybe I'm wrong. That he wasn't trying to get Luke for for the Emperor. He's getting Luke for himself because he wanted right. freedom. Well, yeah, he he wanted to destroy the emperor in yeah. the end, but he wanted he wanted Luke and him to rule. Yeah, and I I don't think the movies have ever touched on that. Well, other than he says, you know, you can destroy the emperor. He has foreseen this in Empire when he's on the Cloud City. Oh, okay, never mind. He's like, together we can rule the galaxy. It's like, forget the emperor, basically. Let's let's you and I do this together. That sounds like blasphemy. Well, by the third movie, he's kind of resigned. It seems like he's resigned himself <laughs> to be. He's like, I'm not going to worry about that anymore. <laughs> We're done. I'm done working for him. Right. He got my wife killed. He got me to betray my religion and kill everyone I loved. Fuck him, I guess. <laughs> All it took was him for, you know, try to electrocute his son. You know, not the billions of people he's killed. He's just 
No, but hey, remember he can he can help him save his wife somehow, even though he's the reason <laughs> his wife died. You just gotta wonder why it never came up. Like a couple of years later, like, hey, when's Pam gonna come back? And probably Emperor's just like, ugh, you brought up that woman again. Look, why don't you go? <laughs> uh, just go go investigate this construction project I've got going on. I've got you on a three. I got you on a three thirty flight to Bespin or something. <laughs> you go over there for a couple of weeks. I got things to do. Uh, I don't know. I, I was always just finding that so funny. How it's like he just—that's <laughs> why he turned. And uh, right, I, I hate those movies. Well, here's one thing that I, I should mention that they like the book. This comic leaves the fate of Dash Rendar. It's very, it's very silly. Where Dash Rendar's heading toward like some debris, and the, there's like a flash, and they're like, "Well, I guess Dash Rendar got killed. Too bad." <laughs> that's really what it is that they push him away. Yeah, it's it's very brief. You might miss it. It's on. It's like right after Prince Shizo gets destroyed. I didn't miss it. Yeah, it's it's very hard because it's not it's not spelled out either. It's just like look out, Dash, and they they cover their eyes. There's a flash, and Luke says, "Poor guy, he almost made it too." And that's what happens in the book too. But in the video game, if you I think you stay through the end credits, you get to see Dash Render flying away through hyperspace, saying, "We sure fooled them. Now let's go make some more money somewhere else." He never shows up again, does he? I believe, if I remember correctly, he shows up in some a later book. They did a New Jedi Order trilogy where he, where the the galaxy gets invaded by other aliens, and I believe Dash Render shows up in one of those books. This is like twenty years later or whatever. Okay, he comes. They come to the Gamma Quadrant. It is. It is basically the Dominion who comes to the Star Wars galaxy. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> a very strange time in Star Wars in the Star Wars land, but yes, I think Dash Runner does show up again canonically in the old canon. Okay, that's cool, because you don't, I mean, he doesn't really do anything, but no. still, he's such a, you know, he was such a big character at one time. Well, I feel like in this he was, but they moved on from this. Yeah, they certainly have. Okay, any last things to say about this comic? Or any more toy talk you want to do? <laughs> I'm trying to, did I have any, I'm just trying to think, to have any more Strauss the Empire toys. I think I had some micro machines, and I think in the micro machines, you know, the small kind of plastic toys, there were some Shell's Empire ones, but I'm not certain. Okay, I mean, again, it was a big deal. You know, it really was. So, oh, I d- I had the um the landing craft, like there was. It looks like the Imperial shell. I had the landing craft, you know, with the three wings that was first introduced in the video game. I had that one. Okay, I had the the action fleet they called it. Which were the kind of like the vehicles that they released. Anyway, okay. that's beside the point. That's all I have. I don't think I had, all I had was a swoop bike. I don't think I had. Yeah. I don't think I had a dash render figure or anything else. No, I can't remember. It's been so long. So I think I was like, <laughs> yes, I know. I'm gonna be 35 after by the t- after you hear this. So yeah, <laughs> we're practically numbers for Star Wars. <laughs> uh, we're getting there. All right, we should go to shelf stacker box and. I'll go first. I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put this in the stack. The comic was all right. I mean, it wasn't as like thrilling as some of the other co- Star Wars comics we read for this sh- for the show. But I'm glad I finally read it. It has been on my list to read for so damn long. So I'm glad I finally did it, and I had fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was a good. It, it's still a good comic, but I have no interest in rereading it again. So I'm just gonna put it in the stack. But I'm glad. I, I'm glad it's finally checked off my list because this has been on our backlog to record for a long time. So. <laughs> and what about you, Peter? I agree with you. I keep it in the stack. It has some good moments. It has, I think, the best parts of the bounty hunter stuff. It's it has a lot of good action in in, the, in those bits. For the other, for the non bounty hunter stuff, 
I like the detail kind of in the novel more. I liked how it expands on that. There's a lot of better Prince Shizor moments in the novel, and it kind of explains things much more. So if you want a more cohesive story, read the book and keep the keep the comic on hand if you want, you know, some extra stuff. But I wouldn't consider, I wouldn't read it thinking it was definitive Shadows of the Empire. If you're looking to, to hear the story, read the book. Yeah, because that, that was my other issue with it. It just, it yeah. wasn't, a, it, it missed so much stuff. Yeah, it left out too much stuff that makes the book worth reading. And I know they can't fit it all in there, but it does, to its detriment, I think it doesn't have all the detail. Yeah. I mean, again, it's just part of that whole, you know, idea of like what you said, like to, you know, how much can we market yeah. to see if we can market Star Wars again? Right. Yeah. Because Phantom Menace, this comes out in 96, I think it was. Phantom Menace was what, 99? Yeah. Or this is 97. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, they were. It was, getting, I think everyone kind of figures this was a test for the prequels. Like they wanted to make the prequels. So they said, is do people still like Star Wars? So let's release a book and a comic and a video game to see if there's interest there. And of course they found lots of people wanted to read that stuff. Wanted, wanted to play this game. So like, all right, well there's going to be interest for a star Wars movie. And there definitely was. Well, yeah, they weren't wrong, <laughs> but you know, what people were really waiting for, they wanted to have a movie about taxes and trade disagreements. Well, yes, they were, they said, I remember all the stuff about star Wars, but what if we had trade disputes and what if there was a kind of Jamaican stereotype in there as well? <laughs> and what if there was more stereotypes let's put those in there uh, let's make let's make the woman let's make the love interest between an eight-year-old and an 18-year-old you know theoretically i know it's not their actual age it's so stupid i i will i always remember the the, the cool posters though of anakin walking in the shadow of vader oh then, <sighs> there'll never be another movie that's as hyped as that one that's you know no. You could get people to go to the theater to watch the trailer and then leave the theater because they don't want to actually watch the movie. It was a different time, for sure. But that's for another episode. Hopefully soon, Ashley, from the time you're hearing this, because I, I, I want to do that next. I want to do that in 2023, early 2023. I'll be there for the prequels. All right. Will you be there for the sequels? Yes, I will do that. <laughs> I can't promise I'll be there for every Star Wars property, but for the movies, I know that. I'm getting you for what I can. Right. I'll be there for you. <laughs> All right. And Peter, where can people find you at? You can find me on Twitter at, at PeterBP. Also, if you look up The Fifth Civilization on Amazon, for instance, you will find my first novel and my other novels as well. Uh, check it out if you like Star Wars or if you like science fiction in general. They're cool books, in my opinion. All right. I'm still trying to find my copy somewhere in this house that I bought. <laughs> it's uh, going be the next box you look at. It's going to be in that one. It's in the garage, I'm sure, which I have not looked in. I remember when I when I got when I got fired, I was like, I'm going to go through my garage. Yeah, I didn't get very far. <laughs> I was only off of work for like a month and a half, so it wasn't or not. I don't think it was even that long. It wasn't very long. I, I can't stand and play long. All right, if you want to hear more Star Wars content, <laughs> God, this is getting longer and longer every time I do this. <laughs> uh, Star Wars: Return of the Jedi, film 37. Star Wars: Obi Wan Kenobi, TV five. Star Wars: Empire Strikes Back, film 32. Star Wars: The Last Command, comic 37. Star Wars: A New Hope, film 29. Star Wars: Dark Force Rising. Comic 36, Star Wars, Book of Boba Fett, TV4, Star Wars, Heir to the Empire, Comic 34, Star Wars, The Mandalorian, Season 1, TV2, Star Wars, Dark Empire 2, Comic 30, Star Wars, Dark Empire, Comic 27, Star Wars, Force Unleashed, Episode 115, Star Wars, The Mandalorian, Season 2, TV1, God, we did that wrong, uh, Star Wars, Bounty Hunter, 
episode 87, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, part one and part two, episode 69, Star Wars Darth Vader, Dark Lord of the Sith, comic six, Star Wars Shadows of the Empire, episode 48, definitely go listen to that. Star Wars Holiday Special, film six, Star Wars Republic Commando, episode 21, and Star Wars Dark Forces, episode 13. That's all the Star Wars stuff we've done so far. And there's more coming. <laughs> Lots more coming. Yeah. All oh, right. And if you enjoyed this episode, you can find our whole catalog on Podbean if you can't find what you're looking for on Spotify or iTunes. We only go back so far. I uh, also want to give it a, a shout out to my awesome intro and outro courtesy of Helena at Hell Hassery. You can follow her on TikTok. I want to give a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker who did the MCU movies with me. He made his own podcast, The Gamer Looks at 40. Definitely go check him out. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube, audio only, but we're on YouTube. And if you want to help out the show, we have a Patreon for the littlest dollar. You can vote in our Patreon polls. We have one every month. And we have a Discord. If you want to talk with us, please join our Discord. I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Goodbye.